0: And welcome to episode nine of this A for Life. I'm Alison Smernoff, and I am joined by my co-host Darcy Vesio. Hi, Darcy. Hiya. Now, uh, nice <laughs> <laughs> we've got a big out this week. Aster O'Connor is is missing in action, yeah. but uh, but luckily we have a substitute.
1: We're very lucky. Um, I am absolutely honoured, <laughs> honoured, to introduce our stand-in co-host Julia Kiera. Welcome to the show. Thanks Darcy. Feels like you've been part of it because you have been listening since day one, is that correct?
2: That is correct. (laughs) I've got a lot of time on my hands. (laughs) Not at all.
1: Um, For those of you who do not know Julia, um, Julia has been part of the Darabin Falcons club for a number of years now. I don't actually know how many. Since years.
2: 2010, the same mm. year that Asta came.
1: Oh, so. it wow. was a boom Sim- recruit, year. Yeah. Oh, mm. Freaky. similarities. <laughs> wow <Whoa>. Liz. <laughs> <Wildness>. Yeah. <laughs> Wowie. Wowie. <laughs> you couldn't
2: you couldn't split us in a lineup.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. So Julia, you've played for Darabin. I've played beside you. Mm. I've been one of the lucky ones. Um, (laughs) You've also been the president of the club. Um, That is correct. Yep. And now uh, you're part of the committee and Mm. you had a bub last year.
2: That is correct.
1: Yeah. An exciting time for you.
0: Yeah. And you are also now the Division One captain. Yeah, you're back
1: playing. Sorry, I didn't finish. (laughs) Didn't finish. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yes, you're correct. I joined in 2000. Ten mm-hmm. and uh, played reserves that first year. Won a flag with the reserves and then played seniors for four years. Uh, was on the committee and became secretary. Became president. Was president for a couple of years and then last year I was president, but um, pregers <laughs> So wasn't <laughs> yeah, wasn't preggers, Preza. Preggers preza. Uh, so wasn't playing, and um, I had my son in December and now I'm back playing Division One. Oh. And, um, yes, was named captain of the team, Unreal. which was interesting, which has been
1: nah, – no, it's been good. Do you find that nothing hurts you these days? You just get smashed to the ground and you're like, no, nah, I've had a baby. <laughs> that was nothing. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that I
2: do not experience pain. <laughs> uh, no. Pregnancy and labour do not cause that <laughs> amazing ability to not feel pain. But I do have a yes. different perspective. My body does not bounce back. This, yeah, it does just no, nah, it doesn't. <laughs> the same. Right, it barely okay. bounced back before, but it really doesn't now. But okay. um,
0: yeah. So, do we have a football highlight this week?
2: I was gonna say that on behalf of Essendon supporters, my footy highlight of the week was Stephen Dank getting shot in the forest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold back. But my, but my actual footy highlight, not including the events of today, was um, watching one A Smirnoff come out of retirement <laughs> to play another game. For the Darren Falcons Division One, where in the first quarter she got smashed in the face <laughs> oh, and then in the second quarter I think it was the second quarter yeah. over on, on the wing there, body went one way, legs went the <laughs> other way. They did. I thought, Oh God, she's come back and she's just broken, just done her yeah, knee. <laughs> and yet you bounced up like a lithe little fourteen year old chicken. Yeah. So that, that that was my
0: real highlight. Oh uh. thank you. Well actually I have to say the uh the, the one match return from my self imposed retirement was, was actually it was a bloody good win. Yeah, so it was, it was well, um it's always good to get yeah, close. It was on. quite satisfying. Mm. You know, it was a howling breeze and we, we held them goalless in the last quarter. Mm. Yeah. Snuck home by four points, it was good. Mm. yeah great it was win was nice. Great win.
1: Um my highlight. Uh, Today I met Nick Revolt for the first time (laughs) out of nowhere. Um, It was very exciting. I was looking at him and his magnificent eyebrows from a while away. And he came up to us and introduced himself. And as I shook his hand, I didn't say my name. I said his name. (laughs) And then as he went around the group, everyone else said their own name. So... So, yeah, he, he thinks th- your name is he Nick, Nick Revolt. Nick as well. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Could be Nicole.
1: Yeah, Nicole Vessier. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: I think that's your new name. <laughs> yeah. <grandma> yeah. <laughs> <I like. laughs>
1: Nick, if you're listening, Darcy is my name. Yeah. Just so you know. He should be listening for all the future references. Yep. So your point.
2: highlight today was meeting Nick Revolt, not
0: anything else.
1: Oh, no. Ah. Mm. Oh. Something happened today, actually, that was pretty special.
0: Yes, well, another auspicious day mm. in women's footy. The 16 marquee players announced. Woo! Darcy, you are one of them. Congratulations. da 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 this is Just the reason I was picked, as you. <laughs> yeah. you have two Carlton supporters here. Oh, <laughs> so you are about to live out our childhood dream. Mm, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Don't stuff it up, please. Got to live it well. Yeah.
1: Live it up. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm obviously thrilled about what's happened today, mm-hmm. and I feel really lucky and very privileged. And, um, yeah, I don't think I've – it probably hasn't really sunk in properly probably what's going on um but yeah um, just wait for that first
2: paycheck to clear yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's right julia (laughs)
1: um no um yeah uh i don't think i can put it into words what what this means to to myself and to the other girls chosen and um yeah i never thought something like this would happen to me or to any of the girls really. Um, When I stopped playing footy at 14, I honestly didn't think I was going to play again. So Mm -hmm. it's been a really nice journey and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm so lucky to be in this
0: position now. So Julia, did you you tune in to the announcement today?
1: I
2: did. I was actually (laughs) neglectfully not feeding my son lunch. (laughs) He was just propped in his high chair.
3: I was like, "Shh, it's
2: buffering." <laughs> I'll mash this banana later. Uh, you know, I did. I did watch it, um, and yeah, it was pretty exciting. Although some of the names had been leaked earlier in the day, yeah. so it didn't quite have the impact. Yeah. Um, but look, I do feel like, like you look at every name and go, "Solid." Yeah. You know, I think you know some people have missed out just mm, because mm. of the nature of it. But yeah. you do kind of look at the names and go, well, yeah, they're yeah. all really justified picks.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we probably will go through all of the players one by one with our, with our guests later in the show. Mm-hmm. But just on a, on a general level, I'm actually really I'm, – I'm quite impressed that they've – that a lot of the WA girls have gone mm. to some of the interstate teams mm. uh, because – if they all had a stayed in WA, that's mm. basically playing their state side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think probably in conjunction with the AFL, they've they've done a good job to kind of spread the talent around the country, mm. which I think is really important.
2: Yeah, and that that really impressed me as well. Like Chelsea Roundall going to Adelaide, mm. uh, Sabrina, yeah, going to Brazil, like, and even Emma King coming to Victoria, and the two girls going to GWS. Like you, ju- you do feel like. Um, uh, They're much more known names, I guess, than Mm. perhaps equivalents that would have come out of the home states. And so their ability to really promote the game, lift the standard and all that in those states, I think, yeah, I think they've done a really good job. And Mm. the fact that they managed to entice them away, you know, from home, they all seem, you know, pretty young girls. So they have many, not young girls, but, you know, early on in life. So... Yeah, I think it's a real testament to the planning that's gone into yeah. it
0: and the thought that's gone into it. Yep. Yeah. So Darcy, Darabin played St Kilda Sharks on the on the weekend, mm-hmm. just gone, yep. and uh, your new teammate at Carlton was running around for the Sharks, and mm-hmm. you know, a few don't argues and breaking tackles, and yeah. you know what a she rip usually a goal does from the <laughs> boundary. Was <there> it? <laughs> <that>. Were, <laughs> 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 Were you kind of sitting back, kind of thinking? Oh, this isn't bad. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Um yeah, I love watching Brie play. I think she's just unbelievably powerful and yeah, she just breaks games apart literally with her (laughs) don't argues and just breaking through the packs. So yeah, it's really exciting to watch her play and yeah, I like I knew that we were going to be together at Carlton. So I'd stayed well clear from her. (laughs) (laughs) And when she came close, you know, she gave me a few little bumps Mm. but they weren't too hard, so <laughs> I think I'm just really happy that we'll be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The allegiance has started already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she's, she definitely comes across as one of those girls you'd rather be playing with than against. A hundred percent, yeah. Very lucky.
2: You also got to play against who seems to be your hero in Mo Hope. <laughs> Oh, Mo, mm. yeah. I saw um, a few pics of you just sidling up to her, just <laughs> watching her sashay around. Oh,
1: yeah, that picture. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen it, but, yeah, there's a picture of me just, like, brushing my fingers up against her back <laughs> as she takes a mark and I'm it's like I'm awkwardly – it's like she's got a force field and I'm – I'm not getting too close, but my finger's out. <laughs> it's really weird. And I was, I was quite embarrassed when I saw the photo. I was like, oh, where's the mighty fist mm. coming yeah. through?
2: A few people did comment that it just looks like you're trying to tap her <laughs> on the shoulder and say, please don't, don't mark Mo, that. Don't football. do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Just Can make you, me look all right. Yeah, you've got enough goals already. <laughs> yeah, Don't be um, greedy. Yeah.
1: Thrilled for Mo going to Collingwood today? Yeah. Th- was there Were there any surprises to, for either of you? Yeah, I was surprised uh, reading that Ellie Blackburn was going to Western Bulldogs. Um, I guess I just always associate her with being a Melbourne person um, and I thought she'd Probably end up anywhere but Bulldogs, but I guess yes. that was a stupid assumption mm. to make. Yeah, um, foolish on my behalf. Oh, yeah.
2: Look, I was surprised that a non-Victorian got a Victorian spot in Emma King. because mm. yeah. you do, did feel like that. You know, there's so much talent in Victoria, but at mm. the same time, like rucks are really hard to come by. Yeah. Yes, um, as a. Back Backman. So yeah. the fact that yeah Emma King got picked up yeah kind of surprised because she's Western Australian but then not because she's a ruck and I guess yeah. that they're like hens teeth so a club would want to lock her in yeah 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 that yeah. was something one for me because
0: I guess she's a I mean she's a true ruck mm. I guess for Brisbane Sabrina and and Taylor they both kind of pinch it mm. in the ruck and forward but yeah but purely just one ruck selected and, and one defender as well, which mm. is quite interesting. Everyone seems mm. everyone else seems to be loading up on forwards and mids.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing with Emma King, I have a feeling she volunteered to move to Victoria. So from what I understand, she wasn't persuaded or… Enticed. Enticed. Bribed. Bribed, whatever you want to say. It's Given Alexis, Lexus.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Holden now. It? Oh, is it? Oh, damn. Yeah. Bleep it. that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty sure she kind of threw a spanner in the works because, yeah, she, she probably wasn't. Yeah, mm. wasn't being considered in a Victorian marquee position. But mm. since she was coming anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might as well take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: I guess another thing that happened this week, or was it late last week? Was yeah, it was the announcement from St Kilda and Sydney that they're going to have a pride game so i guess acknowledging lgbtiq communities uh, kind of trying to have conversation about homophobia in sport mm-hmm. um that's gonna be round 21 on the 13th of august at etihad mm-hmm. so yeah those two teams have kind of put their hands up to host it i think there's been talk in the past of like having a round like you know this indigenous round and so on and i don't know if that ever got any traction but yeah for me it's just pleasing that there is going to be a game that is having this conversation um and that two clubs have obviously decided that they're ready to have the conversation they're yeah. ready to be leaders about it and you know, having, say, around prematurely when there might be clubs that aren't, yeah. I guess, mm. there yet that, yeah. you know, might not have their head around the language or the behaviour or all that kind of stuff, you know, forcing them to come along and be part of it, I don't think that's helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, those two clubs have put at their hand and that's
0: yeah. great. Because mm. I, mean, I think the the reality of, of the football landscape is there, there are people that, that love footy but don't feel comfortable mm. going to the footy yeah. Mm. Because of the, the culture that surrounds it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. And um, and the, I think it's a Russell Green who, um, you know, he was quite – he has been quite outspoken about it. I remember there was a story on the cover of The Age last year with he, him and his family. You know, he was a triple premiership player with Hawthorne. Mm. And he, you know, has, has two sons. One played 40 or so games for Hawthorne. And the other one was, uh, you know, very athletic – But uh, just didn't feel welcome in the sporting football environment. And so shunned it. And and, uh, Russell Green's been able to, I guess, reflect on that family experience and how homophobia, heteronormativity, all that kind of stuff has impacted um, his two sons. Mm. It's made him reflect on his own behaviour as a footballer, Mm. the homophobic language he used. And now he's trying to be an agent for change. And I think that's so positive. And those personal stories are what actually... Gets inside people's yes. biggest at hearts yes. and changes them. You know, just being shouted at and saying, you're homophobic, change your – you, yeah. you know, like that's not going to happen. And I guess that's what I was um, alluding to before, kind of dragging clubs along that aren't there yet. I don't yes. think that's going to – help anyone and it's actually going to make people feel more defensive and that you know it's political correctness gone mad and all that kind of mm. stuff so yeah if it's just two clubs at the moment i think that's a good starting point in football which is traditionally really not a safe hasn't been a safe welcoming place for queer people mm. yeah so I was kind of looking into it today and the people that have been driving it and um, so St Kilda's, you know, at the club and, and and I think Sam Gilbert's one of their spokespeople and um, yeah. in the article I was reading that it, he was reflecting on kind of how difficult it would be as a gay person in a football environment because he's dyslexic and he's kind of grown up, you know, with that and, and I was kind of thinking about how, <laughs> not how they're similar but how you're your experience of the world is similar you know if if you have dyslexia then you are kind of hiding in plain sight you Mm. know people don't know people make offhand comments about intelligence or Mm. bad spelling or you know all that kind of stuff and you would internalize that you'd hear it and internalize it and people don't know that you know that you are dyslexic and you're hearing this negative talk all the time and that is the the experience for gay people who who hide in plain sight a lot of the time yeah and you know they hear homophobic language, they hear the slurs, they, they get subjected to um, that heteronormative language. Like oh, I, you know, have a young son and, you know, people will see him and see me and say, what's it, where's your husband? <laughs> it's like, you've drawn so many dots yeah. Yeah. from the fact that I'm with the baby. Yeah. And, you know, when that comment happens, either I'm going to have to out myself yeah. or... This isn't a safe space for me. Mm. And, um, you know, queer people do that all the time. So Mm. I do really respect that, you know, Sam Gilbert's been able to reflect on his experience as being kind of in a minority. Yeah. And how that relates to other people Mm. and how prejudice works in that way. I think that's really brave. Yeah.
1: And in saying that, um, people need to understand that just because you say you don't say that it's not okay... Mm -hmm. That's not the same as saying it is okay. Yeah. So just because clubs aren't saying that they're against, (laughs) they're against homos. (laughs) No homo. No homo. Um, That's really not the same as saying you are welcome here. Mm, Yeah. And that's like people who are straight, well, some people, you wouldn't understand that that Mm. That's a big thing. Like having this pride game, Mm. a lot of people are saying, oh, what? Do we need a a round for everything? You know, do we Mm. need a round for people who like blankets? (laughs) Like, I don't think. Oh, the depressed group. (laughs) Those blanket lovers. Look, I don't think anyone actually said that. But <laughs> I may have just made that up. But, um, yeah, it's so important to, to create a space mm. and say, yes, it's okay for you to be at this game. We welcome you. Like, mm. not only do we tolerate you. Yeah. Because it's not about tolerance. It's mm. about acceptance and embracing and celebrating. And that's where we're at. Like, we're not mm. actually past that. Like, when, yeah, you need to celebrate something before it's. Yeah, to make it truly equal. Mm, mm, um, yeah, and like what you were saying, simple things like if people ask you, "Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend?" Like mm. one of those things, they're already assuming so many things about mm. you, and and yeah, you do. You go, <laughs> "Shit!" Like, <laughs> you're not. Your mind hasn't even thought that maybe I am in a same-sex mm. relationship, mm. and and they wouldn't even know that they've done that. Yeah, but you're already in your shell, thinking mm, that yeah. oh. I don't know if I am okay to say something or if mm. I'm not. So yeah, these things like this are creating such a a big change and yeah. I don't I don't know if St. Kilda and Sydney realise just how much um, change this will bring. But mm. it's mm. gonna be amazing.
2: Yeah. And I don't think they realise yeah, I totally agree with you, Darcy, mm. that um mm-hmm. that there are a lot of people who wish they could be part of the footballing world or wish they could enjoy it but have felt so rejected by it and that this is like an extended hand out Mm. you know to say you know it's okay um and i don't think it's going to fix everything but um yeah it is it is extending that hand of no you actually are welcome here we
1: want you here we want you yeah we want you here we want you here um awesome yeah yeah. we've got Rainbows on our back. (laughs) You're a rainbow person. We can be friends.
2: Yeah. And it is, I think for people that have felt oppressed, felt discriminated against, it's not, yeah, I think you have to acknowledge that those people are really sensitive and hurt by what has happened. And Mm. the the arm needs to go around them. Yeah, You can't just say, oh, no, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. We're cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. You do your thing, I'll do my thing. Like mm, Yeah, that's not the same. It's not the same. Mm. Um no. you know, and I, I know like places that have like a rainbow sticker on the front door or they'll have like even like for any other group, like mm. we'll have like for indigenous people we'll have Aboriginal yeah. flag or something. And you talk to people in those groups and that is really important mm. because mm. if you walk around in the world all the time and feel unwelcome. Yeah. Mm. Then suddenly you see those stickers and go, oh, that's a place I'm welcome," and and yeah. that has a really big impact yeah. on people. So, I think it's really important. I'm excited about it. I'm glad those two clubs are doing it. I look forward with trepidation to the commentary,
0: yeah. um, but I'm optimistic. Yeah, about it. Um. um so if we out. if yeah, <laughs> if we just kind of extrapolate out a little bit. Mm. How much do you think? I mean, I've I've worked in AFL football. I'm now really heavily involved in women's football, and I I find women's footy to be such a an inclusive mm. place. How much do you think women and the women's league will change football
2: on this topic? It's a it's really actually a complicated question you pose. Mm. I think um, because so Russell Green, that had, you know last week he was saying um, that. Five or six fellas Mm. need to come out at once. You know, there's always been a call in the past. The first gay player needs to come out. Where is he? Where is he? Um, (laughs) Is that him? Is that him? Is that him? him? Um, And, you know, the commentary has been about, well, it's too much pressure for one person to deal with. And I totally appreciate that. Mm. Um, And so he's saying, you know, five or six need to come out and kind of even it out and have a united front and so on. And, you know, they'll be the first openly, you know, first openly gay football players and and you know women the women's leagues are going to come up there's going to be 200 200 women and well there's going to be a lot of queer players there because women's football has generally been a really welcoming space for queer women Mm. um it it has been a big part of um the community the, the queer community um for since its inception and a lot of clubs got off the ground because they were um, refuges Mm. for women who, okay, they might not have been gay or queer or whatever, but um, they didn't fit the mould of um, stereotypical femininity Mm. Um, and they found refuges in this place. Mm. And that's not lost, you know, just because um, women's football has exploded And it's got a lot bigger. You know, there is still a really strong culture there. There's lots of players that are out Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to translate. So – but, you know, do we want to change the conversation? You know, the conversation at the moment is women can play footy. Um, You know, it's going to be a really great product. It's going to be really exciting. And I'm like, well, let's not change it to their personal lives. Yeah. Because that's really – let's keep it to footy because I guess the fight has been to about – let's make it about footy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time I think it is important to have out people in the public eye mm. but what's the balance there yeah.
0: I, I I always feel like really unqualified to be talking about this topic because I'm in a hetero relationship and boom, boom. I boom. feel like I feel like the privileged white male in these conversations <laughs> but, <This isn't> <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> you basically Donald Trump. I'm um, Donald Trump. <laughs> but I, um, I, I just find it's inclusive. It's a really inclusive environment. In, in women's footy. In women's footy. In, yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely.
1: It's amazing that women's footy is a refuge for, as you said, people who don't fit the mould, whereas men's footy – is almost the, the opposite. opposite. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to be this tall. You got to be this strong.
0: Mm. Yeah, and you, you got to behave in this yeah. way, and you got to leave your baggage at the door, and you got to be here to play footy. Yeah. And mm. like, I, th- I
4: just,
2: yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's that's a good point. Yeah, they kind of are the reverse, um, and I think that's why lots of women who come to football clubs find that they have kind of instant family, instant community, because yeah. um, you know it's a lot of people that. Perhaps haven't found that in other places and um, find it in a football club, you know. Yeah. The odd bods that have walked into the Falcons' door <laughs> and just get embraced. Yeah. Well, yeah. there is just um, there's,
0: there is room for individuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let your freak flag
1: fly. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and I think, you know, that it's great that all these opportunities are coming towards – coming to, to women in football – but you know you don't want that to be lost just because women are coming into the big machine, the big AFL machine, all that good stuff about um, mm. community footy, where you've got that Im- the embrace of kind of the diverse richness mm. of women and all different si- types of women and yeah. of all different, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think all, it's that's yeah.
0: that's the yeah it diverse that is the that's the perfect word.
3: Mm. Yeah,
0: it is. I, I mean, I have I have found that quite quite keenly actually having Mm. having been in that you know full-on masculine footy Mm. environment Mm. to being in this kind of oh (laughs) I could just be I could just be me I don't have to be worried about you know what I'm wearing or you know what I look like or
2: Mm.
0: you know it's just yeah I'm not articulating it very well
2: no I, I get it but I guess that you know what's happening now is um, a bit of polish is being added to to women's footy. Mm. You know, um, we're seeing a lot of players on the TV with a bit of a a curler in the hair <laughs> and a bit of the makeup thorn and you know, and and that's I you know we can't expect football to change the world about everything, but yeah, um, yeah, you just hope. Yeah, I just hope that those really good community aspects the embrace of individual people aren't lost Mm. when um and it's also it's it's an interesting one because you hear people often lamenting about football that the characters are gone you know that it's so polished over that um you know there's no Mm. wacko jackos anymore (laughs) there's no cappers there's no um even tony lockett's like everything's kind of been smoothed out um whereas i feel like you know, women's is going to come with some characters
1: Yeah, we're injecting yeah. that straight back
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We're going to be right <laughs> back up there <laughs>
2: But people want it They yeah. do Yeah, absolutely they want, they want the entertainment factor back
3: Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's good for the game mm-hmm. It's good for the game Okay, well I would like to welcome our special guest this week uh, She is the senior playing coach at the Darabin Falcons Jane Lange, welcome
4: Thanks very much
0: Pleasure to be here now, we, uh, we usually start with a couple of warm-up questions for our guests, so I'll just get started with those. What team do you barrack for?
4: I thought you were going to ask me what team do you coach. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I know that one. <laughs> uh, Western Bulldogs. Okay. Yeah, pretty happy this year except for last weekend. Ooh, yes. Oh,
0: yeah. Disappointing. Mm. Um, who was your football idol as a kid?
4: To be honest, it's a Gary Ablett. Like, my dad is a Geelong supporter, and he's not even a mad Geelong supporter, but for some reason... I used to yell out Ablett every time I would yep. go near the football. So, senior, Gary Ablett senior? Yeah. Yep. You play
0: like him. Totally <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and what do you love about football?
4: I love the team aspect of it. I love the physicality of it. I just, I don't know, like it's just such a great sport for pretty much anyone. It doesn't matter what size you are, you can play. Like I'm, you know, not a towering giant, but I've been playing for 10 years. So yep. um, anyone can do it and certainly women's footy is is really inclusive. You know, you can be who you want to be and you get out on the field and you have a go and everyone celebrates and everyone has fun. So you've been playing for about 10 years,
0: You just said. Yep. Yeah. And when did the kind of... Um the the coaching pathway kind of start for you I
4: don't know Uh, probably around about 2011 um, started to get involved with a bit of stuff through academy um, and and working with with Pete Searle Mm -hmm. Um, that's where I sort of started to to maybe be a little bit interested in in what that had to offer but I think it just snowballed from there. So I just had a go at the academy and, and, and it really enjoyed it and, and wanted to be part of it um, for the next few years and managed to do a bit of coaching with the state team as well. And, um, yeah, now I'm, now I'm getting a bit slow on the field. <laughs> but that's certainly the off-field side of it is uh, becoming a little bit more me.
0: <laughs> and um, you've also been an assistant at the Doggies for the exhibition games. What's, what's that experience been like for you?
4: amazing uh going into an elite environment and seeing how it works and seeing the intensity of it and getting an opportunity to I guess speak to um some senior coaches and they come in and talk about what they do and watch trainings and it's just it's such a machine it is just Mm. one thing after another and you go in and this we're doing this at this time and we're doing this at that time and you've run this many kilometers so you need to come off and uh it's just yeah it's full-on but yep. I absolutely loved it I thought it was um it was quite an eye opener actually mm. Yeah.
0: and how are you finding it this year as a as a playing coach it's probably something different yet again Do you find that you're when you're in the game you're watching it a little bit differently or
4: uh yeah definitely I think I sometimes have to catch myself that I'm not just watching and I've definitely, particularly early on in the season, um, found myself doing that a couple of times and, and may not notice that I've had to perhaps push up the ground a little bit or <laughs> um, whatever it may be. But, yeah, it, it's definitely challenging. But I've I've really enjoyed it too. Um, I think probably over the last few years before taking over this year, um, I had a bit to do with the forward line and, and Richo certainly gave me a bit of a licence to, to sort of you know own, own the forward line and, and talk about what it is that I thought would be successful in it so had a bit of experience in it in in one dimension but picking it up and having to go with the full ground it's yeah it's challenging but it's good. Mm. So
0: Dars do you find that there's any extra pressure on you in the sharing a the forward line oh, with, the, with the coach as well? Yeah or?
1: under the coach is a watchful eye <laughs> just a couple of meters away um <laughs> no I've I've loved it um I obviously think Jane's a great player and I think the way she speaks to the players and is able to communicate, she's really able to um, get on everyone's level, I think. Um, I think that's one thing that's great about you, Jane. I think you can communicate to everyone in the team differently and you know um, what sort of language to use and that's probably your teaching background coming into things, perhaps. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you always wanted to coach or is it something you sort of just felt develop as you? as your playing career went on
4: yeah um definitely developed as my playing career went on had no real aspirations to coach mm-hmm. I was always just about I'm um, you know moderately competitive um so <laughs> for me it was always just about playing and um you know getting the enjoyment out of that and absolutely didn't think anything about coaching until it was sort of ha- happening mm-hmm. yeah
1: have you been surprised at the sort of load it?
4: that comes with it yes mm-hmm. um i think I, I tried to predict it or, or look forward ahead to what i what was coming but mm. it's pretty full on it's it's consuming you sort of think about a lot throughout the week and mm-hmm. um try to put it into the most succinct succinct way possible when you see the girl so that you're not just blabbering on for hours yep i think you're doing it well <laughs> thank you <laughs> But I want to be selected selected on the weekend. (laughs)
1: Well, the team
0: currently is undefeated, so you must be doing something right.
4: No. Well, yeah, it's all me. So.
2: (laughs) I think most people can uh, anticipate that there would be lots of challenges being a playing coach, but what has pleasantly surprised you?
4: I think that I initially thought I would be nervous a lot. Mm. Um, and talking to the group I, I would potentially find that really difficult but I probably haven't um, maybe in the first round but, but after that it's sort of it just it just happens yeah and and probably also happy with what I'm seeing in the game mm. and what I can then relay at quarter time or half time or in training throughout the week yeah. yeah.
0: How important are... Your assistant coaches and strength and conditioning coaches.
4: Super, yep. James does all of that. I don't have yep. to. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to come up with things that are going to challenge him physically, or whether I'm meeting the the right demands um, physically. Uh, so he he's outstanding in that area. He also is a big driver in terms of our rotations and um, adding extra statistics through GPS data or whatever it may be. So all of that info has been so good um, I, I think it would probably have been a very different experience without his input like that mm-hmm. um, and then obviously uh, working with Kimmy as well so um, on game day she's you know can can see what's happening um, She she's has a good eye for stuff that's happening down back, which is good because that's obviously the very opposite end of the field that <laughs> I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's worked well, and there's always been people there to to complete stats as long as they're sort of completing the ones that I've I've set. It works it works really really well. So um, it's it's been a bit of a, uh, a I don't know it's been a smooth a smooth ride with those guys. So I mean, you
0: just talked about um, you know player rotations and player loads and GPS data. How much has uh, the women's footy space changed in the last few years?
4: Enormously. I I mean, to go from having a beer after the game to wearing (laughs) GPS during the game and then during the week you have a look at at their load and how much did people run and what kilometres have they clocked up and (laughs) therefore what should be the RPE at training. Like, that's just, for me, that was like professional (laughs) enormously enormously and it's it's sort of happened slowly but but sort of not at the same time Um, Mm -hmm. I think here at Darabin we've had a lot of girls that that brought that element to the club um, quite early on and so it's probably been a a better transition for us than perhaps other clubs um, who maybe didn't have the awareness around strength and conditioning or um, how best to prepare for games and how to recover Mm -hmm. yeah
2: Yep. So this year you've transitioned into playing coach and you've also become a parent. Mm. Has that changed your perspective on the, the importance of football in one's life?
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. I,
4: I know, I think I probably know that the correct answer is <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I probably notice the time mm. more. So, So in previous years you would be at the club you know the same amount of time I was a player I am a player so you know two nights a week and then and then a game so it's essentially the same time but for me I notice it more so if I go from work straight to training then perhaps I miss seeing you know Darcy and and what whatever she's been up to for that day so Mm. um, Darcy's your daughter not Darcy here (laughs) not Darcy (laughs) me named after (laughs) (laughs) my name's DJ Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the time factor. I think the com- the level of commitment. But um, uh, she's very helpful with team selection and <laughs> analysing games on the weekends. She let her play with the magnets. Yeah, <laughs> shoes around. Obviously, the second set, not the real set.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a favourite player yet?
4: Uh, apparently, it's Darcy.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. not really sure why. <laughs> so now that you're like on this kind of coaching journey. Which, which coach has probably influenced you the most in your playing
4: career? I think that that would have to be Peter Searle. Yeah. I think spending that time... I, I've had a lot of coaches. I've played heaps of sport throughout my life. As soon as I, I could, I was playing sport. Um, so I've had a lot of coaches but probably didn't have someone who who could connect as well to the game and to you Or That's sort of what you spoke about, Darcy, that she had a good ability to... to Get people to understand what she was wanting, and bring you on board to to those things. So um, I would say definitely her in terms of my playing career, yeah, and probably too my coaching career.
2: Yeah. In um, Pete's last year coaching here, you won an award.
0: (laughs) What was that award?
4: I don't know. Yes, you
2: did. Come on. What was
4: the What was the award? Was it a goal kicking award?
2: Yes, you won the league goal kicking award. For what (laughs) position?
4: Forward pocket. Yeah, Everyone does it from the go. forward pocket. <laughs> Sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated. Drop yourself up, Jesus. It's yeah. front and centre at home, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I still live in the past with that. Too. <laughs> Do you play forward? Well, full forward, not forward pocket. But <laughs> I won a goal-kicking award from them. <laughs> with, with how many goals? It wasn't that many. I, no. About 50, yeah, 56, I think you 57. got
2: over the line with a big haul at St Kilda.
4: I did. Day, might then. have been 10.
1: yeah. 10, a 10-goal ten hole. Yeah. In the I've never done that before. Well, maybe stick with me, kid.
4: <laughs> <laughs> maybe the mids were just spotting Jane up. Yeah, maybe. but you've got to get free as well, yeah, okay? Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. <it's... laughs> there's an art. There's an art, definite art.
0: <laughs> so, Jane, today there was a, an, another big announcement in women's footy. It seems like they're happening, happening you know, every week. Yeah, it's um, good. Yeah, it's very exciting. So, the the 16 marquee players were named. Now, just as your, from your coaching background, both here at Darabin and through um, the exhibition series, we're just wondering if you could dissect the, the signings for us. Well, it's a very important job. I'll do my best. Okay, so first, first off, Adelaide selected Chelsea Randall and Kelly Gibson. Can you, can you tell us about those
4: two yeah I think anyone who has has watched any of those exhibition games will not be able to not know Chelsea Randall's Mm -hmm. name you know tall athletic almost mercurial with the footy Mm -hmm. so it'll be in her right hand one moment and then bouncing off her left foot the next just an absolute goer I think the classic moment was was her running into uh was it Loz Moorcroft in the middle of the ground both players just stuck their head down and went boom and straight into each other and I think Mm. I think she bounced up, yeah, yeah, yep. yep. um, just just goes at it really, mm. really hard. And and Kelly Gibson, S- just a firecracker. She's really quick. Um, she can take a good grab overhead. Has got a beautiful kick. Um, and once she probably gets a bit more of an engine to play, uh, probably more up the ground, you'll see more and more of her. Yeah. Yep. And she's also got
0: a rugby
4: sevens background. Yeah. Hasn't she? Yeah. yeah, yep. I think. Yeah, she definitely does, and that would have been handy with a bit of with her pace too. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's not afraid to put her head over it. Nah. So uh, Brisbane have gone with um, with Taylor Harris and Sabrina Frederick Traub from WA.
4: Yeah, little forward line duo. Mm. Uh, that's going to be quite formidable. <laughs> Taylor's obviously got some some good hands and a lovely kick leading up at the footy, and then you got. Sabrina, who's just you know a mountain, you can put it up and she's going to grab it, mm. really strong. Um, again, doesn't shy away from the contest, so that mm. that's going to be a tough a tough forward line. Yeah. Next,
0: the the Blues uh, have selected Darcy Vessio and uh, and Bree Davy. Have
1: they? Yes. Congratulations, Darcy. Yes. Oh, they get one. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well done,
4: Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Darcy um, is a would be a fantastic add to any side. You can see her taking hangers, but she can also pick it, pick it off the ground by you know one hand and spin around. She can kick on both feet. Um, she can go back and play in defence. Um, she's she's going to be a real asset for the Blues and Free Davy. Um, strong, just <coughs> an absolute bull. Yep, we'll get the ball and we'll be able to to do something with it. That that's a fact. So it won't be a question of can. Can you just stop her all day? It will be how much can you stop her? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And Collingwood have selected Mo
4: Hope and Emma King. Yeah. That was, um, that was an interesting one. So Emma King, big tall ruck, uh, will win a lot of ruck taps and will be definitely putting it to her team's advantage a lot. <laughs> mm. um, teams will have to have a think about how they, how they go ahead to, to compete with her in the centre there. Um, and and probably too when she starts to develop her ability to to have an impact when she's rotated out or resting say forward, um, she'll be a, a real handful. Yeah, for sure. And Mo, I mean <laughs> Mo's Mo. Either. Again, another one that if you've watched the games, you know Mo. She's going to kick goals, and and she can she can kick them up there with absolutely the best of them. Yeah. And the thing too is that she she was always one that that would win contests. Through body work, you know, so she'd often get it out the back a lot because she's really good at working a player under, but what she seems to be doing now too is that she's heaps better on the lead she's she's jumping on people's shoulders to try and take marks, so she's clearly working on on that aspect of her game, and so <sighs> great, so now you've got to think about ha- how you play her <laughs> yeah so Frio have
0: gone with Kara Donellan and Kiara Bowers
4: Kara. Um, obviously has been around for a long time and, and generally marshals um, off off a back line for teams um, also through the middle just really clever really intelligent player knows where to put herself to be at the fall of the ball and is just you know kills you on the rebound if mm. you if you're playing against her and Kiara Bowers? Kiara is a clever little midfielder i think like all of the wa girls none of them take a backward step like they're all really physical (laughs) and she's she's no different Mm. yeah can run all day
0: so uh gws have picked up renee Forth and emma swanson both from wa
4: um renee was at the bulldogs for a bit so had the had time to spend with her she is extremely physical. She's going to put her head over the footy. It doesn't matter who's there. And she is, her work rate is immense. I think that was, that was the thing that I, I noticed the most with her. Um, she may not have the silkiest skills, but her work rate is second to none.
0: Yeah. And, and Emma Swanson?
4: Emma's, a, uh, I guess, a taller midfielder. She's, she's really athletic and she's probably hard a little bit to match up on. Um, through the midfield, because of that mm. um, yeah so that's that 's a nice little duo there for for g w s
0: so the uh the d s picked up Daisy Two Pierce does. and <laughs> what were they
4: thinking <laughs> Daisy Pierce and melissa hickey um uh, what what is there not to say about them both? They are probably leaders in both of their fields. Daisy clearly is one of if not the best midfielder in the competition, and hickey would be the same, one of, if not the best uh, centre-half back in the comp. That's, you know, that's such a great <laughs> a great little duo there too. Yep. You've got someone that's going to win the footy for you through the middle. Um, and then Hickey, who's, you know, rebounding, she's athletic, she's attacking. Yep. Um, but she can also play on different size players too. Mm. That's,
0: that's the beauty of, of Mel. Yeah. And some... It's a pretty good leadership experience there too.
4: Yeah, yep, definitely. Um, from the both of them, Daisy's been a leader since she was about I don't know four and a half. <laughs> um, but um, Hickey's Hickey's developed into that. Um, mm. She's she's always had those qualities, and you can see that she's she had that leadership potential. But certainly over the last few years, she utilises that a lot more. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Two good calm heads there. I
0: um when they announced the eight teams. Uh, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, whenever it was, there was um, – Daisy an, Daisy interviewed Gil McLaughlin for Melbourne's website and I remember watching it thinking, you are going to have his job one day. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. you are going to run the league.
4: Yeah. She – I, the things that stand out for me are her speeches. Yeah. Like even after you play – I think we played in you know, a grand final one year and she comes out – and does the speech at the end and she's up on the stage and all of a sudden she's like and I just want to acknowledge, you know, all of the, the sponsors and she's going in this person <laughs> and that person and, and, and this group of people who, who committed. And I'm thinking how, like, yeah, <laughs> how do you even know that and and how have you just put that together mm, now mm. after just yeah. coming off the field? Yeah. She's, mm. And because she's not like, you know...
0: A male AFL football that's come out of the TAC Cup system that has media training. She, yep. It's just
4: her naturally. Yeah, yeah. And she she loves it. So yeah. that's I think that's what you see too. Yeah. That she she loves it. Yeah. She loves talking about it and and being front and center in regards to footy. Yeah. 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 Okay. And the last one, Western Bulldogs, Katie Brennan and Ellie Blackburn. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Katie's going to kick goals and Ellie's going to get the ball to her. Um, Ali loves the goal too. (laughs) She does too. Um, Another another strong group. It's Mm. every every club has picked up two really really strong um, marquees. Katie's you know great hands, great kick. Spending more time up the ground. So that's you know it's great for us here in the red, white and blue. And I guess it's great for the red, white, and blue. Where she's going to be like, <laughs> slightly lighter blue. <boy. laughs> yeah. yeah. And Ellie, you know, she's really hard to stop. She's in the midfield. She is just a bullet at a gate. See ball, get ball. See goals, kick goals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she's quite young too. She's only like 21, isn't she? Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. So a lot of footy ahead of her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. you can only imagine going into going into that system where they have even better. Um, things available to them in terms of strength and conditioning and fitness mm. and um, line coaching and all that sort of stuff um, just going to get better. Yeah, and that kind of
0: you know week by week critique of of their game as yeah. well. Yeah,
4: yeah, So in having having much more access or much greater access to to video footage. Okay, so this is this
0: is a slightly tough one. Oh no! And I just thought of it just now. Who who is Really stiff to miss out. Um
4: Jane Lance. <laughs> I would think Kaz Paxman. Yep. Yeah, it's such a hard question. I think someone like Ebony Antonio mm-hmm. from WA. Yeah. But, you know, they've only got one team, I guess, to choose from. But yeah, she she I probably would have thought perhaps her mm. somewhere. Yeah. Um Elise O'Day, Day, mm. Arnell, yeah. Emma Carney, yeah, from mm-hmm. Melbourne Uni, yeah. Yeah, there's probably a few. Yeah, just not enough spots. Yeah, yep.
0: I mean, I, she's not here, our usual co-host. But you would say that if she was fit, Asta would be would be a marquee. She's really let herself go. hasn't yeah, she. <laughs> she has. <laughs> she <hasn't she's> really, <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but <laughs> glad you are. Um, yes. Yeah,
4: yeah. Obviously, um, one of the premier rucks in the competition. Mm. Certainly, if she was fit, I, w- I would imagine she would have gained a spot. Mm. The same for
2: Kirby Bentley.
4: Yeah. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
2: But they aren't those. Two, I'm not sure when she'll return, but you'd hope I still will be right.
4: Right to go, right for, to go for this, and mm. and mm.
2: some clubs going to pick her up. Oh yeah, Check, very yeah, handy. Yeah. pick-up. Oh, there's going to be a few. Yeah. A few that slide in under the radar because they haven't been able to play this year, and um, they'll get teams will have kind of a third marquee Mm. you were talking before about who might have been robbed do you think part of it of those girls not getting selected was because the marquee position it's not just about your football ability they also have to be kind of spokespeople and happy to be doing that more promotional side of things and they've I guess the players that they've picked they feel fit both well or
4: not. Um. Yeah, I, I. think there would be an element of that because I guess. Um. It's been. It's been said that they they would probably be the face of the club and will do a lot of media stuff. So certainly that would probably have been in in some thought processes. Um. I reckon I probably still think if there was a gun player out there that couldn't talk, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I reckon they'd still be at a club. So if if Katie Brennan couldn't string a sentence together, I reckon she'd still be at the Bulldogs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I have been bestowed with the um, very important Mm -hmm. responsibility of um, hosting, like Glen Ridge, the Darcy versus the world segment. I don't think there's an introductory song, is there?
0: <laughs> no, there's no, there's no song. Why not? You don't get a heads up, Jane. Da, da, da,
1: da. Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, as I understand it, Darcy versus the world is like ping pong, essentially, where I'm going to throw out a topic to you. Um, Darcy will go first. And basically, you need to respond to the topic. Whatever it is, back and forth.
4: Are you talking to me? Yeah, you're in this. It's a game <laughs> that this. you participate in. Oh, so well, we're doing it. Darcy it's like versus the world. Tennis. You are the so world. So I'm the world. You're the yeah. world. No pressure. No pressure. Right. No pressure. <laughs> it's going to be easy. Um, <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, so um, I'll throw out the topic or the theme, and you need to come back and forth with a correct, correct answers. Like
1: cat, cats, or
2: if Olympic animals, gold medalists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, animals but Darcy always
4: goes first.
1: Well, no, no. You works. can
4: go first, actually. No, you go first. All All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting the rules. I'm the special guest. You've written okay. the actual oh, list of also, the. And also the other... The I've other,
0: listened to this segment. The, uh, the other rule is that Julia's ruling is final. Yes. And you, you can't contest. If you contest, you lose. Yeah. So. so if you
2: get it incorrect... Right. So can't you can tell that
0: Asta made this game up. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's but now I will rule her game.
2: power. Um, so, yes, if you get it incorrect... Uh,
4: and Answer. are we determining correctness on, like, fact or just what yes, you I've think? Yes,
2: I've written it down from the Wikipedia internets. All right? <laughs> well, it must be true then. It yeah, must yeah. Be true. <laughs> That's what the kids at school um, say. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a best of three. You have three seconds to respond. You can't pass. And back and forth, back and forth. You getting it? I'm not sure. I'll have okay. a go. Yeah. Okay. You have to go All first. Right. So, the theme, the first theme is cities that have hosted the Summer Olympic Games... <laughs> Ready, set,
4: go, Darcy. Sydney. Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> London. Athens. That was my second one. Atlanta. Yep. Melbourne. <laughs> Los Angeles. Oh. Uh, Rome. <laughs> 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 I mean, surely you can say Rio because they're about to host it, so they're on the list.
2: Okay, continue. Do
1: yeah. Oh, that's no, don't unlucky. Contest. Hang on, did she argue? <laughs> um,
4: Paris. Is that one? Yep. Awesome. I would have to then follow that up with <laughs> the country
3: <laughs>
4: of... I
2: think, I think we can say that Darcy that one. <laughs>
4: So Beijing was like two oh, years oh, ago. Oh,
1: yeah. Baby, I was about to
4: say that. What does Paris know about sport? <laughs>
2: 1924.
1: Oh, well see, I remember watching that. <laughs> games and, yeah, it's just stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. All right, second one. So Darcy's one up, Jane. You can start this one. Well, I don't it's know best this out of three, researched. by the way. It's best out of three. So is it? Yeah. One so more is, and I win. Yeah. Okay. So think about it.
2: So does Darcy start again? No, no, Jane. Okay, Jane starts the stump. Okay, so the topic today is top twenty, the top twenty, not the top fifty picks from the first two thousand and thirteen
4: women's oh. draft. Whoa! Daisy Pierce, Astra
1: O'Connor, <laughs> Lauren Arnell, Chelsea Randall, Cara Donnellan. Karen
4: Paxman, uh, <laughs> Connie, mm-hmm. Katie Lyons. What happens if I say one that we've already said? Do I lose? That's, that's <laughs>
2: wrong. <laughs> yeah, but like, would you just, just pass? Pass? No. say the same no. one? You, you Daisy leave. Kiochi,
4: Daisy Fierce, or Kyochi.
1: Rebecca Privatelli,
4: Hickey. Shit.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Delpos. No, no, she was later. 43, I'm pretty you sure. You said 50, didn't you? No. I said top the the top 20. 20.
4: of the top oh. 50.
2: Lucky I won. <laughs> you lost us because you went not picked that year, so you didn't commit it to memory. No, no. Oh, burn.
1: My um. submission got lost in the mail. <laughs> Look at me now.
4: <laughs> 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 Ain't nothing going to hold me down. <laughs> anyway, okay.
2: All right. This is the hardest one.
4: Oh. oh. Darcy, think really carefully about how you want to answer these questions and whether you want to play this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather win. All right,
2: so one (laughs) all, Darcy
4: versus the world.
2: Okay. Players who played in the round 18 match of the AFL from the Gold Coast Suns. (laughs) Darcy goes first. So, Gold Coast players, but who played in round 18. So not just anyone from
1: their list. Current Julia, this is F. <laughs> Don't edit that out. I want the fans to know.
4: Fans. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners. Hi Meg Mac. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I so might listen to this one too. Yeah. good AS.
4: Stop delaying an answer. Um Tom Lynch. Correct. Can you just repeat the question one last
2: time? <gasps> Gold Coast Suns players who played in the last round. No, that's not This is in honour of the Queenslander, is not here. Three, two, one. But Darcy has won. I don't know who didn't play. <laughs> <find. I was
1: laughs> and my next one was going to be um, Heath Shaw. Plus for
4: GWS. <laughs> lucky I already won. <laughs> Hang on, I should win now. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. No, I just I just like um it's yeah. like the cherry on top if you can <laughs> add another one yeah, just yeah. to <laughs> shove you down in the dirt, but that yeah. backfired, so that was anyway. bloody brilliant. Another victory. Well done, Dan. Yeah, well done, done. So, so, You're on a roll.
2: I do think I made it harder. Also because I had real answers. I'm like Asta who just wings it. She does. Yeah, she does
1: <laughs> wing it. She, I think you've, yeah, up the standard now.
0: Yeah. I'm not gonna
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Darcy won't participate
4: Unless She <laughs> has a list yeah.
1: <laughs> She does things like Types of cats Well
2: that's
4: what I thought like was going I, I had you With that
2: <laughs> with yeah, I picked someone won With alley cat Alley cat Ali. And then
4: yeah. I said feral cat And she goes no, no. no, no. <laughs> oh, So alley cat's a thing But feral cat isn't No Right no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't sign. contest yeah, <laughs> Exactly contest. that's it oh. Don't contest what I say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's
1: bad Anyway, well done, Miss Darcy. Well,
0: Thanks, done, Darcy. Um, well, Jane, thank you
4: so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for allowing me to be the world for ten minutes. All <laughs> <laughs> no right. Thanks. Thanks, Jane.
0: Okay, so Darcy, this is our favourite segment oh. of this A Life. It is Ask Asta. But. But. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Asta is not here this week, mm. so it is Ask JC. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a we've got a question here from Instagram mm. at, at Sophie underscore says: Last weekend in Tassie, we played footy in the snow. Oh. <laughs> what what's the worst conditions that you have played in? Oh well, I'm not going to top snow
2: <laughs> for goodness sakes. <laughs> Oh, look, it played on a lot of really cold, wintry, sideways rain type of days. They're not pleasant, especially when in the middle of the season when our community grounds that women tend to play on have <laughs> turned to slush. They're not pleasant. <laughs> I'm probably not going to answer your question, but the one that actually has stuck out in my mind is in 2010, so my first year... Grand final was playing Premier Reserves at Northcote Park. And the ground, it, was, it wasn't it was necessarily the weather on the day. It was the previous week's weather. Had So, the ground, the, the centre square was mud. It was complete mud. Mm. And obviously, the council had come and rolled it. So, they come with the big, whatever it's called, roller. Okay. <laughs> Some technical. <laughs> <way>. Some technical. I don't know. A roller magoo. And so, they'd rolled it. And so the mud had kind of turned into little waves. Oh. And then it had got sunny. So then the <laughs> mud set in like concrete hardness waves. So there were all these points on a real, like basically the center square was that. Like a corrugated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but with points. Oh, um, gosh, and up. and I just remember that it was it was a t- it was terrible like and it was like both teams had a silent agreement we're just not going in there <laughs> um i do remember falling on it a few times and it just being like sh- you just shards <laughs> um and to run over it as well in your, in your um in, in your, your, your stops boots, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was terrible it was terrible so that's probably worst conditions. That's well that stands out i think you know wet and rain muddy everyone plays in that but yeah. that was that was particularly Stupid that day. Yes. We won though. Oh my
0: God! Mm. So we've got another question from Twitter. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if you know this person, at Astor O'Connor. Oh, cool! Never heard. Of a her. question: Does she have a four pack? <laughs> I've got a six pack. <laughs> a question for our guest host: Ask Julia. Mm. Is it true you eat cheese in bed? <laughs> oh, oh, that!
2: Oh, I'm so mad about that question. I am so mad. Maybe at my 30th birthday, maybe my partner put together a slideshow of photos, including a private photo where I had been given a piece of cheese on a biscuit in bed and maybe it was put on that slideshow and maybe Asta has never let me forget it. Uh, To
0: to finish off, I I have a question for you. Sure. How much preparation goes in to your captain's address (gasps) Pre game? Oh, not a huge amount. I don't write notes or anything.
2: I do have a little think about it Mm. uh, on the way here. Yeah. Um, I guess my son hears it a few times in the back of the car. Give some feedback. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, look, I I try to think about um, who we're playing and what we need to bring in the first quarter. But I did, when I got named captain, I I think I was saying to you, Darcy, it's a lot of pressure. Mm. It made me really. Have a lot more respect for Daisy. I thought she was a dub before. No, um, <laughs> um, but ha- made me have a huge amount of respect for Daisy. That she comes up with a
1: with a little inspiring, inspiring thing. Pillars. Actually, inspirational. Actually, like inspirational. Glued to Daisy's eyes. Yeah. And listening to her voice. Every
2: game, probably. I don't know if it's before each quarter, but definitely like before the game and halftime. Yeah, yeah. For every game for years. That is a lot. I just
0: can't just can't follow yeah. that up. I am... Um, I actually videoed Daisy's grand pre-grand final day mm. address. Yeah. And I, like, I actually almost ran out <laughs> with and took my position <laughs> on the field. From <laughs> yeah. the camera gear, you were yeah. like, I, was, yeah, I mean, I'm in. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm in. Um, yeah.
2: I think in the first one I did. Yeah. I, I said, yes. yeah. I, I heard that you. Oh, you were there, Al. There.
0: This, is, this is. You tell it. You this is actually amazing. <laughs> it was a, it was. Our, I think it was our only practice game. Yeah. And you've you've called the team in and you <laughs> – I think the speech was something a lot along the lines of inspiration, inspiration, Daisy Pierce, inspiration. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because I just felt like what can I do to actually capture what I mean to say? But if I just <laughs> say Daisy's name, they'll know it. Uh, yeah, They'll everyone. know. Yeah. Um, and it worked. We won that game. We did. So we, oh, even yeah. though it's a practice match, you're not supposed to score. But um, we did win. So <laughs> I should win. I should just say it every yeah, time. Every just yeah. D well, A I S Y P.
0: Well, big game this week. Should, yeah, should bring it
2: out. I should. I should bring it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all we've got time for um, on episode nine. Thank you so much, Julia, for for joining us.
2: No problem. Anytime. <laughs> I might just Tonya Harding-Aster <laughs> next <laughs> time. You're too young for that, Darcy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tonya.
0: <Yeah>. Just <laughs> Google it Google later. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Asta was actually quite concerned about you um, taking up the co-host chair this week. She's she's thinking she might not get back in. But um, She should be scared. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: She's
1: called it. She's
0: called it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, you can you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at this AFL life. We're also on Facebook, and of course, you can tune in via SoundCloud or iTunes. And we will see you next time. Thanks, Al. <laughs>
1: no, thanks, Al. Um, and next week is the Big Ten, so we'll be doing yep. something very very special. Yes, for that.
2: I look forward to listening to it. <laughs> so tune in, and also being on it.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah.